everybody, my name is Diana Rocha and welcome back to my podcast. So it has been a long time since I have recorded my podcast because we were on winter break for two weeks and we weren't assigned anything because it was winter break. And yeah, so today we're going to start off with 5.1 sample spaces and probability. So our essential question is, how can you list the possible outcomes in a sample space of an experiment? So, um, our first question is, um, which do you think will have more possible outcomes if you flip two coins and roll a die or flip to flip one coin and roll two dice so if you roll dice so a die is one and dice is two yeah um and okay so i chose flip one coin and roll two dice and so the explanation was because rolling um dice will have the most amount of outcomes because the die has six sides and the coin on the other option has two sides so two coins two sides each two four and then um the dice the die has six sides so six and then plus four seven eight nine ten but with the um two dice it has six each so six plus six is twelve and then you flip the coin which has two sides has two so you add the two and that's i think that's 14 yeah that's 14 okay so that was my um explanation so um that's how we figured out how many sample spaces and i was correct when i said i was correct when I chose because yeah because of what I just explained so there's there's a higher amount of outcomes so um I figured out that this section I struggled a lot because I overthink a lot of stuff so um, I'm really working on like how I can um help other how help you guys and how I can like understand it so that way I can use it for my podcast so for the next one it says you flip a coin and a six-sided die what is the probability of you flipping heads and rolling an even number so um we had to do the number of successful tries over the total number of outcomes so you flip a coin the coin has two sides and you roll a die a die a six-sided die that has six sides so Two times six, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. That equals twelve. So there's twelve total outcomes. So twelve would go on the bottom, because um, we're gonna make it a fraction. So that would be on the bottom, and then it wants you to flip the probability of you flipping heads. So that's one side of the coin, and it wants you to flip an um and it wants you to roll an even number so there are from one through six there are three even numbers so there can be three successful tries over 12 total outcomes 
and you can simplify 3 over 12 to equal 1 out of 1 over 4. So the next is next question that I wrote down in my notes is what is the probability of spinning the following colors? So the picture has um a spinner and it has four different colors. So the top left is blue, top right is yellow, bottom left is red, and bottom right is green. So um, this is um, sectioned off into four parts, so it's a, each side is a quarter. So um, there's four total sections, and each section of the spinner has shown in the same area so you have to also we on desmos there was a chart where it says the color and the theoretical probability so i put one fourth for each color because um you can get it once out of the four tries and then to um it says what is the probability of spinning the following colors the spinner was spun 20 times the table shows the results so for red it landed on red five times green nine times blue three times yellow three times so for this one you're gonna do number of success over number of trial so uh, the red spinner so it's it landed on red five times out of the 20 that it out of the 20 times it was spun and then it landed nine times on the green out of 20 blue three out of 20 yellow three out of 20 and five out of 20 five over 20 is equal to a quarter so that's the same as um the theoretical so the um five over 20 is equal to a quarter which is the experimental probability and it's the same as a theoretical so moving on to the next one it said um for the for which color is the experimental probability of stopping on the color the, the same as the theoretical probability, which is red, because theoretical and the experimental probabilities, they both match. Okay, so finding the odds. For finding the odds, the odds of an event compared the number of favorable and unfavorable outcomes when all outcomes are um, equally likely that doesn't make sense but okay <laughs> so um, for finding the odds you're gonna use number success over fails so you can get one so using the same spinner you could get one yellow out of three fails so finding the odds is going to be one two three and um, yeah I think that is about it for like what I can understand and what I can tell you guys. That way, um, you guys know what I learned. I don't want to like send anybody off with like the wrong information because that would be horrible. So I'm gonna read you my summary. So to find the number of outcomes in the same sample space, you have to find the number of possible outcomes, theoretically, theoretical probability, and is the number of favorable outcomes with the total number of possible outcomes. Your ex experimental probability is the ratio of the number of times an event occurs to the total number of trials 
And then the difference between probability and odds is that the odds is the probability of the event occurring divided by the probability that will not occur. Gosh, not sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's it for today's podcast, the math section. Honestly, I don't have anything to say about dance. Well, I think I do, just a few things. So, um, during the break, we had two classes. We had a conditioning class on a week ago, and then we had an open class um, on the following day. So, a week ago would be Thursday. So, the body conditioning class was an hour and a half, and... Um, I walked out very sore and I woke up very sore the next day because I hadn't been dancing for almost three weeks, which is a lot. And for um, my body to get back in shape, it was a lot. And then, um, yeah, we did like a full body workout. It was really like tough. And then the following day, we had an open ballet class and I could tell that my legs were kind of weak because I couldn't get my legs and my back were very weak because I couldn't get my leg at 90 degrees in the back nor could I get it in the front or in the side and then um like because I was so sore and because I was like really weak because I had three weeks off my legs would like shake when I had to hold it in the air for like five seconds and then control put it down with control so that was another problem And then um, we stretched our splits that day and I didn't get them because, you know, I'm back. I'm really tight in the back of my legs, like my hamstrings and and my Achilles. So I really have to stretch and, um, yeah, work out a lot because, yeah, three weeks was a lot for no dance and no stretching. And, yeah. um, Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So. Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I think this one was kind of long. I'm so sorry. I'll try to make them shorter. But I hope you guys had a good winter break and happy new year to all of you guys who are listening. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Bye.